Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. Welcome in to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Kyle Bogey, Mike Sullivan, and of course it's all powered by our friends over at Hall Financial. We have some exciting stuff to tell you about uh, in just a little bit. But Mike, uh, this is an exciting day. It's an exciting week, okay? Um, I woke up, what was it, uh, Tuesday morning, okay? And usually you do this in April, all right? You, You wake up, you go to the app store, and you download what? the Masters app. That's, That's right. That's right, baby. You download it. You put it back in the little golf folder yeah, that you have. You don't keep it year-round? I don't. I, I delete it. Although, that was before I got a new phone. I didn't have nearly as much storage as I do, so I can probably just keep it on there. But I didn't need it. You know, once I got my new phone, I... We didn't have the Masters in April, so here we are, November. I could just hear the Masters music right now, oh, which we're probably not allowed to use on our podcast. But. We should try it. If they delete it, whatever. You know, who cares? They'll, they'll send us a letter of reprimand. Yeah. It's not a big deal. But it really is a, an awesome week, and I know it's going to be bizarre. There's not going to be fans. I know. But you can't take away how special the Masters is. And I, I, there's so many storylines. It's incredible. And what is college game day is going to be there this year. That's sweet in itself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fact that the Masters is here in mid-November, it is crazy. But, you know, as, as we talked to Adam Ickemis last week about the superintendent, you know, head of the executive director of the superintendents of Michigan, Augusta is going to find a way to get that course just pristine and beautiful and looking forward to another great Masters. I know you're hoping that Tiger Woods wins again, I'm sure. He's going to, but for sure. You think he's going to repeat? No, wow. I don't, but I, I'm going to be rooting like hell for it. Well, when you look at the odds, obviously, you know, the, the names towards the top of the odds. And by the way, if you're interested, uh, of course, in getting involved with our pools that we do on MDG, like the Masters pool we're currently doing this week, all you have to do is text MDG to 545454, uh, including the Masters pool that we're doing. And some of the names at the top, no surprise, the the odds-on favorite to win the Masters is Bryson DeChambeau, <laughs> and he's been playing just extremely well, Kyle. I don't know if you saw the post I had the other day, just the clubs that he has in to these holes at Augusta, you know, he'll have a nine iron in on every single par five or a pitching way. It just, what he's he, been doing is remarkable. I looked at the list. He didn't hit anything less than a seven iron. I know. Into a green. I mean, that is unbelievable. Par five or otherwise, nothing less than a seven iron. How is that possible? What he's done is just uh, insane, Kyle. And some of the other names, just to kind of round out that that first group of names with the Masters odds, you got Bryson, you have Dustin, you have John Rahm, you have Rory McIlroy, and Justin Thomas. So I guess no surprise at some of those names in the first group at the top. Let me uh, let me throw out the other one, and I don't know if you mentioned his name just now, but I, I like Brooks Kepka this week. I, I really do. I, He's I think right there in the next tier, kind he, of. He had a phenomenal weekend. He got hot on that front nine, especially in that final round, gave himself a shot to at least be in contention for it. Yep. He's healthy, you know, and, and that was something that it just wasn't the case for several months prior to this. When he gets going and he's automatic – he can play and people forget too that you know last year obviously 2019 when tiger ended up winning the masters brooks ended up finishing one shot back yeah after all of that after all the dust settled 
Tiger, was great. all Tiger had to do was colossally screw up the 18th, and there would have been a playoff with Tiger and Brooks Kepka, and who knows what and would have Tiger, happened at that point. Tiger almost did screw up 18. Almost, you know, he yeah. He played it so conservatively, but no. Brooks Kepka, eighth best odds to win the Masters, right there in the same grouping as Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantley, Webb Simpson, Adam Scott getting some love up there. Um, in addition, Kyle, right behind them, you got guys like Patrick Reed, Tiger Woods is still, you know, top 15 with odds. A guy that really has uh, snuck up the, the odds list, by the way, is uh, Tyrell Hatton. And that guy's been playing well. He, You see him at seemingly every tournament, very, uh, you know, uh, outspoken type guy on the course. Uh, but, but Hatton's up there. And then just to kind of round out, this is like the top 20 odds to win the Masters. You have Bubba Watson up there as well. Morikawa, certainly Jason Day, Matthew Wolf, and uh, one guy, Kyle, who seemingly, if, if I had to bet, if I had to just simply bet on a guy to make the cut every single tournament, it would be this guy, and that would be Hideki Matsuyama. All the guy <laughs> does, he never really wins much, yeah. but Matsuyama makes every single cut at seemingly every single tournament. Well, he's just so consistent, but yep. you could say that about all of these guys. You really could. You know what has been my favorite part, honestly, in the, the build-up to all of this? And there were several that played in the, uh, what, the, the, the Vivint, uh, you know, Houston Open or whatever this past weekend. But guys arriving at Augusta and, you know, like people like you and I, okay, we'll, we'll go play, you know, a nice course, you know, for the first time. And, I mean, we are just, we're tickled. We're probably taking photos. We're taking videos. You know, we're going to tag, you know, the, the course and the course's pages and all that to make sure people know we're playing at this sweet course, right? To see these pros show up to the Masters and, and drive up, uh, God, the Magnolia name is Magnolia Lane. Lane. How exactly. I want to make sure I get How that right. How dare you not know well, that? I, I, even though there's no patrons, see, I'll say patrons instead of fans, but there's no patrons. Either way, these guys are so pumped, and they understand the history of it. They understand how cool it all is. There's really no feeling like it. Even, I think it was Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, and, and one other guy during their practice round taking a photo, you know, on one of the greens. It just, you can tell how special you know this this week is even for these guys who travel all over the world and play the best courses yeah it is and you're right they do are kind of like kids out there and I think that Kyle I'm really excited for the Masters and it is odd to see it this time of the year but you know what it's still going to be great it's still going to be Augusta National and it's still on my bucket list to get to one day I have to get there and uh, check out that course one day and, and that's certainly something that I'm going to do so with that being said hope everyone enjoys the Masters and and really just spend some, some time this weekend. I know we've had beautiful weather, but spend some time watching it this weekend. And if you're in a master's pool, good luck to you. As I mentioned, don't forget, you can get in, you can always get into a major championship pool with the Metro Detroit Golfers community. Just text MDG to 545454. Now, Kyle, a quick moment to talk about something else that's just awesome right now, and that's our partners over at Hall Financial. D. Hall, Mark, Shannon, the entire team over there do a great job. Henry, I mean, it could go on and on about the great Chris people over at Hall Financial. And one thing that they're doing right now, though, Kyle, is they're actually covering the cost of an appraisal here in the month of November. So think about that. If you've been considering or if you're thinking about, you know, buying a new home for the entire month, they're going to cover the cost of your appraisal. It's like 500 bucks. That's hallmdg.com to check that out. Well, we've been partners with them, friends with them, clients, of course, uh, you know, multiple times at this point, Hall Financial, 
always going to take great care of you. And I love that they're looking out for the Metro Detroit golfer that is out there, whether it's D Hall himself, Chris, you know, of course, Mark. I mean, the entire team, they really are fantastic and they want to just help you. You know, we, we know rates are at an incredible low right now. If you're looking to, you know, purchase, potentially refinance, whatever it may be, Hall Financial should be the first call that you make just to see where you're at, ask some questions, and find out where, you, where your status is. That's www.hallmdg.com. Now, really excited about this coming up. We have Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports, just a fantastic columnist. On Yahoo Sports, he has been for many years. You see him all over TV as well with with tons of Netflix stuff he's been producing. But Dan has covered the Masters more than anyone. And he sat down with us for a chat about the Masters, about local golf as well. He lives right around, uh, right around the corner from us and actually belongs to Red Run like we do. So we had a great chat with Dan just about golf, local golf, certainly the Masters. And I think you guys will really enjoy this discussion. So enjoy our interview right here with Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports. Really excited to have uh, Yahoo Sports columnist, uh, a, a legend, uh, you know, in sports media, and uh, a guy who is also uh, a member here uh, in Royal Oak, Michigan, at Red Run Golf Club, Mr. Dan Wetzel, joining us here on the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Dan, how's the game been, uh, you know, this season? That's right, legend, legend. <laughs> right. Let's go back to that part. Um, played more this year than I have in ever, really, because when I joined here, I barely ever played. And then uh, with travel uh, for my job and then kids and all the different stuff, it just was always to, to just get to play, you know, one to two times a week would be, to do once a week, steadied out would be impossible, right? So, like, this summer I should have gone to the Olympics for three weeks. Well, I didn't. So, there I'm home. So, I haven't gone anywhere. So, played more. Can't say uh, my game got any better. It was, uh, <laughs> i tell you a funny story about how pathetic this golf is. Is first time, and, and Red Run was, we were kind of, I don't know if we were flouting the rules. I'm not really sure what we were doing early on, but we could play kind of. And they would bring our bags out. And this was, you know, no one knew what the heck was going on. So no one was, you couldn't, couldn't talk to anybody. I <laughs> yeah. mean, so me and two other members here we we got our bags laying out there we walk out there's no driving range there's no warm-up right it's april it's not warm right we're barely stretching all three of us line up first tee and just drill our first drive <laughs> no warm-up nothing no practice it. nothing and we're all like this is how stupid this game is yeah it's, it's the only sport where if you spend an entire six months p- playing it you will not get better comparably better. <laughs> right you come go, on right you may be a bad basketball player but you go play basketball two three times a week at the end of the year mm-hmm. you're a little better shooter you're a little That's, better at this golf you can shoot worse at the end see, of the year than you can at the beginning. That's I, actually I, but true. But I agree. I think <laughs> at the beginning of the year that first round you tend to hit the ball well but then you know I'm like someone like that I don't like I don't need to go pound you know 40 golf balls on the range before a round I don't even like to really go to the range before a round of golf I don't if I do I'm going to hit 10 15 balls that's it and I'm going to go putt a few and I'm good you know I just don't like to to tire myself out or or just hit a <laughs> bunch of them it's just ridiculous but um no Dan I think that that that's that kind of the age old question too where you've heard those hypotheticals of hey you know what if I quit my job right now and in a hypothetical world I had the next year 
to just golf every day. My sole goal is to get my handicap index to the the, the a three scratch, or a two right? or something. Yeah, I want uh, everyone or says, even oh. from twenty five to ten. I mean, yeah. sure, right? I mean, whatever. Yeah. But most people say, oh, if I could play every single day and practice every single day, oh. I could do it. I don't know. And then, of course, across the, the, the summer, you, you start fixing, and then you have fixes for the fix, and then the third fix, and then you forget, <laughs> oh, right, I'm supposed to, like, hold the club like this. I mean, you know, it's just, it can go all wrong, but I, it's, I, it's the only sport. I, you will get better at any physical activity if you do it the entire year <laughs> except this one. And I'll tell you what, when I played with Dan uh, a couple months ago, we had a little friendly uh, – betting game going on out here oh, i like and that every, red run a game e- yeah right not here never no. every single i kid you not kyle every single clutch putt that this man needed to hit he just stepped up and drilled talk about a clutch golf play it was it was incredible it was awesome i thought brooks kepka had a great quote uh not too long ago he said uh you know you'll go out there and you'll be working on this you'll tweak that you'll do and ultimately, it always comes down to one simple thing that you forgot, whether it's a grip, whether it's your feet, right. whether it's how far the ball is away from you. And as soon as you get that figured out, you're right back to, to striping it, yeah, although yeah. those guys are on a different level. A much different <laughs> level, those guys. But, yeah, all of a sudden you're in the middle of July and you're watching YouTube videos on how to hit a ball straight. Like, you know, you're I back know. to square one. Information so, overload. That's all right. It's it's uh, it's the best game. You can still play. You know, my dad's 83. He plays in this – in a league, and you know, I mean, what other? There's nothing else you your can whole do, life, yeah, uh, at that level, and still mm-hmm. be part of the thing. So you said you you've played more golf this year than you have in, in a while, right? Yep. See, and that's something fascinating to me. Where there was a tailor-made stat the other day that because of COVID, since COVID took over, seven million people have either picked up the sport of golf or got back into the sport of golf. Yep. So I think that's fascinating with how golf has done in the kind of a COVID-proof type sport. What's your opinion on that in terms of golf being able to retain and keep those people in the game? Well, I think you'll retain some. I mean, I don't know if everyone's going to do it, but it, it, you know, I wrote a column for Yahoo Sports really early on when a lot of golf courses were closed, including in Michigan, and I wrote a column saying let them play golf. Like, this is a go- game you can social distance super easy. Right. I mean, it's, it, it is the easiest Okay, and maybe the second's like tennis, but you kind of sometimes touch, you know, you, the you, same you, ball, the same yeah. ball, right? Which I I don't think is a big thing we figured out now, but because um, that's the other sport that's had a huge boom. Sure, is tennis and the same thing. It's like, well, you know, I used to play, or even if just whacking around with your friend or your kids or something like that, you're outside. It's something, and so golf was perfect for COVID uh, because it's the easiest one to do and. People have time. There's a lot more time. People are home. I think people who work at home, too, even if you're not used to traveling, like, you know, I think as a parent, you feel, you you know, you work 50, 60 hours a week. And then on Saturday morning, you, you know, you feel kind of to go out and play six rounds of golf, six hour golf or five hours of golf away from your kids. You, you know, yep. that's a, but if you're there all day, every day, they're like nobody missing you. They're, they want you out. Yeah. You know, so, um, I think you get you got a lot more of that and a lot more opportunity. So look, golf needed it. Obviously, the the business is uh, needs golfers, and uh, so I think it's great for the overall business and all these courses that um, unexpectedly got this <laughs> boom year. Huge, well, it's and, awesome. And I would say I shared and retweeted uh, you know that column I think as many times as I possibly I could because I felt like the three of us in particular were kind of on an island you know as the ones oh, who were, we get God. ripped. Come on, oh, we got to yeah. be able to play golf. And you know, Twitter would be oh how how dare you want go- 
golf back. It's like no one's saying that <laughs> golf is more impo- important than other yeah. things because that's what would happen. Oh, right. so you're saying you're worried about golf coming back? Oh, so you somebody want people died. to die. Right. Somebody it's like, no, that's not what I'm yeah. saying at all. <laughs> it's just like it's it's recreation. It's ex- it's What is the difference between golf and what's it called? A good walk spoiled? Yep. I think that's the old phrase, right? Yeah. Uh, John Feinstein wrote a book, Good Walk oh, good walk Spoiled. I mean, that's it. So it's like and, – and, you have these huge expanse of so we're in Royal Oak, right? There's no there's no space in Royal Oak. Yep. There's these little parks and stuff, but this is an area that people are on top of each other. So you could walk the streets and you're dodging. Remember, you had to like sure. dodge people and <laughs> like, oh my god, I don't want it because you didn't know you pass by. And then there's just you know hundreds of acres in Royal Oak are are either this course or or the Royal Oak Golf Club uh, sure. course and you know different ones and. You know, and then people look at, I think one thing about golf is people look at golf and they go, oh, it's this elitist, it's the super wealthy, it's Augusta National. And it's like, you know, no, it's, it. there are munis in every community in this yes. city and it's, everybody can play. It's not that expensive. If you really look at it, and it's jobs. Sure. Right? There are people who need the job. Why? why we had so much unemployment. Why not? And you also just can't like fire up the golf course if you just let it sit for three months sure like the it'll be overgrown i mean it'll be a disaster mm-hmm. so it just to me just made a hundred percent sense and obviously uh we were right i we always that. are we always it, are right it's yeah. interesting <laughs> of course yeah uh, well i don't know about me but you two might be right all the time uh I, I would say too and you know i'd love to get your opinion on this i think golf is changing you know where you bring up the elitist the the older you know tradition snobby you know golf clubs you right. know and all of that I think younger people are getting involved. I, I think the drinking element, the recreational element, gambling. The, the gambling, the fun element, that has, I think, created an entirely different market in the golf we, world. We see it with MDG on social media, with how big golf has gotten on social media, too. I don't think that uh, gambling and drinking are new to the That's golf That's kind of always been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That seems to be something they always... I mean, Caddyshack's an old movie. That's what makes it great. <laughs> what other but, sport yes. can you go play in when, and drink during, you know, when it's just normal? Smoke, smoke, yeah, right? right. Yeah. Angel Cabrera would be about to win the... Uh, uh, a major, he's yeah. smoking on the 17th. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> athlete, you know. Uh, no, there's no question that it's 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 fun. You make it more fun with with the different games and stuff. I think Top Golf was a great thing yeah. for entry into golf because it's like bowling. You know, like Top Golf's a little like bowling. No matter how bad you are, you can oh, go yeah. hit some. And and you need just certain things to just be like, hey, let's relax. I think. You still have issues with pace of play, mm-hmm. teaching people how to play. That right, that, Dan. Let me jump in because that right there with pace of play. I remember when you and I played, we had a, several great conversations on the golf course about pace of play, and also one thing that you talked about a lot is just how there are so many in terms of a beginner. There are so many little things to the game of golf, and I think that's where Red Run and other places do a really good job in terms of the some of the instructional programs they do. There's so many little things in terms of not walking in the line of a putt, where to park the cart around the green. You know what I mean? It, it, pace of play to me, I wish golf did a better job of teaching people not how to hit the ball, not how to read a putt, but how to play golf. Okay, you're you're not sure if your ball's in the sand trap by the green or not. You may putt or you may uh, chip. Bring your sand wedge, your pitching wedge, and your sure. and your right walk over. Be ball ready. <laughs> right. Don't sit there and go, oh wait, I gotta walk all the way back. Yep. That's what makes 
that's what takes a four hour, what should be four hours, and makes it five hours and forty five minutes yeah. in places on a Saturday, right? Be ball ready. You know, no, you're not all of a sudden going to crush a 275 yard, <laughs> uh, stick the green three wood right now. You're, you know, yeah. you're 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 trending towards 98 here, buddy. Right, <laughs> relax. Or maybe you just don't try that. You know, just the different things: where to park the car, where to do, how to just physically play the game quickly. And yeah. I think that's the one thing that really is missing. Because when I I play, I still play uh, public courses all the time, and I you know I'll play four, five, six of a, a summer. And that is the one thing that you see the difference between a, a, a private club and a public course is that it's not people are trying to be slow. They just don't quite know how to manage the course the right way. Right. Is there anything worse than waiting for the green to clear? You're going for it in two or something like that and just duffing one 30 yards. <laughs> it always yes. happens. Yeah. Yes. It's waiting on a tee <laughs> to watch a guy <laughs> on a short for bar four thing, or wait yeah. for it to clear. <laughs> And the guy, the group in front of you, and you've seen this guy swing, and you yeah. go, "There's no effing way." And then he, you know, and he slices at 75 yards to the right, and you go, "Oh, great!" And that's, you know? and then he stands there and go, "Oh, you yeah. know, I'm like, great. That was four minutes of my life. Just missed that and one." That, yeah. But that's why those four minutes. Though, that's why where I've always believed this. Whenever you play a scramble outing, one of the main reasons, in my opinion, why those outings are so slow. Yes, there's drinking. Yes, there's raffles at every whatever it is. But one of the main reasons is because every single par five at every single scramble outing, mm. every single team thinks they can and tries to get there too, and that's what slows up the whole course. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. It's the the ego, uh, the un. Uh, un unneeded ego or whatever unearned ego of some golfers, but it's really just the little things. But it's still such a great game. Yeah, and uh, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you love golf. I mean, it's, it's but, been unbelievable to see. You know, even with Metro Detroit golfers, the the growth of that on social media. We got thirty thousand members now. It's awesome. And and one thing I want to certainly ask you about, Dan, as you're wearing your Augusta National uh, quarter zip right there, is. You've covered the Masters before. Obviously, that's that's coming up, and I know Bryson's taking the entire month off to, to prepare for for Augusta and talk about a guy game, who's going to hit every par four, uh, you know, in, be in one. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. Uh, talk, Dan, just about your experience at Augusta over the years and covering the Masters, and just uh, especially with with the Masters coming up here. Well, it's going to be fascinating Masters because it's going to be different. Yeah. All right. Every one of the the best parts of the Masters is every year it's the same. Pretty much the especially the Sunday setup and usually the Saturday setup is exactly the same. So. You can watch the and they obviously they've lengthened the course at different times. They do small things, but when you watch, you're like, oh, here comes thirteen. This is where they can eat. you you know the course and you know well that's where you know this guy hit it or that guy hit it or, and mm -hmm. you know with the different advantages. This is going to be a little different. Obviously, same course and I I imagine they'll do the same setup, but the ball fly is going to fly different. Sure. In November than it is in April, you're going to have different. Um, I imagine you know. The trees are going to look there. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just going to be different. So yeah. very, very interesting. Um, uh, and uh, DeChambeau makes everything interesting. <laughs> I know. You can hate him, but I find I love, as a writer, I love, I love this I love guy, guy since he showed up as an amateur at Augusta. I remember talking to him then. Really? And just being, yeah, because he was, he was an SMU student who was into this, uh, you know, he the, the same length club and, and this mm -hmm. whole, you know, and uh, it was funny. I remember asking Mickelson about him. He goes, oh, I love talking golf with him. He's got all these ideas and all this different stuff, right? And Mickelson's loving him. And I asked, uh, I asked DJ about it. You know, DJ's got like nothing but nothing going on in there. He's like, oh, I don't even want to know. It'll screw everything up. I don't even want because I, I, I don't talk to that guy. <laughs> DJ just gets out there and swings. DJ's man. just swinging, baby. Especially about five years ago, right? Yeah, yeah right. You know, 
what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I just hit the ball. Go get it. Um, That's great. But, yeah, so. That's it's got to be so cool, Dan, going to Augusta. I know you're obviously working it. But, I mean, even going there as media, just to be on those grounds and, and how special that is. And Super I know lucky. you've been there several times, but that's got to be awesome. I've probably been 12, 13 times. It's never, never stops being amazing. It is a beautiful place. Um, the way they keep it up, the whole, all the old traditions – um, it's so fan fan patron friendly, you know, <laughs> all oh, the yeah, ridiculous things they have. <laughs> I know. <but laughs> every year during the, so we're, we're there working it. And I mean, it could be chaotic, right? You have these wild, I mean, remember Tiger almost got disqualified. I remember like staking out like a, a Tiger Woods disciplinary hearing at like eight in the morning on a Saturday. I mean, all sorts oh of crazy stuff happens at, <laughs> at the masters. Right. But at some point during the, Four day. I mean, you're there all day, right? So, some point, usually on Friday morning, a couple of uh, other writers and I try to find time. We'll go out on the course, get a beer, and just sit and watch golf for an hour. Oh, wow. And just have oh, a cool. beer, even though we're, you know, we're not going to, we'll be all right. I can write with a beer in me. But, <laughs> yeah. but we just we just grab a couple seats because the people just leave out seats and stuff like that, and they'll come back and just watch. Just try to so remember cool. how awesome this is. Because it, that's important. I always think that's important as a uh, in the media. It's too easy to just be like, ah, another game or another, you know, when it's like, no, this is like 70,000 people are here because this, this is what they're excited about. Don't ever, ever take that for granted. And as particularly at Augusta National with people. I've done so many stories on families that have gone and people that push their elderly dads around the course to just so they can wow. finally see Amazing. it. And handicap kids. I mean, it's, it's, it's a family because so many people learned – golf or have these just incredible connection to golf and their family, particularly their, their mom or dad from watching, yeah. growing up, watching the masters and going, why is this important to you? And then getting into it because of that. I've been on the ticket wait list for the past eight years. <laughs> yeah. Still haven't got them yet. It's bucket list as I'm Keep... sure you'd implore anyone to go. So, yeah. So I, I understand the, you know, the tickets are, are expensive unless you win that lottery. Yep. Um, but I encourage, and I understand how expensive it is. It isn't easy to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to go to Atlanta. you probably got to go to Atlanta and drive. You can fly into Augusta, but that's going to be more hotel rooms. Are, I, I get all the issues, but if you're really, really into it, and you can make it work financially and save up, I, I don't think you'll ever regret going, particularly with your family. Do you do you think that there is a difference between because I've heard that if you go for the practice rounds, it's much better yeah. as opposed to going say first or second round or third, fourth round, so whatever it might the be. Ticket prices will go up dramatically from Monday. You could probably get in a, in an average year on the secondary market. So you buy StubHub or whatever you do, maybe four or five hundred dollars to get in. Now that's a lot of money. <laughs> okay, no question, but. If this is if it's you can, a memory, if you can put that, if this is going to be a bucket list yes. thing, right? Oh yeah, it'll go to about seven fifty eight hundred on Tuesday. It'll go over a grand on Wednesday when they have that par three thing, which is fun, and it'll be you know that'll be maybe twelve fifteen hundred bucks. It'll be twelve fifteen hundred at least on Thursday Friday, uh, and going through. So it's extremely expensive. Obviously, I mean it's, it's insane, right? And it, there's something absolutely nuts about the idea of paying $500 to watch somebody practice golf, I know, not even right. play golf. Yeah. Okay. But on those early days, you get a lot. You walk the course. It, it doesn't matter. You are on the course. That's You're so not cool. there to see the golfers. You want to watch golfers. You can go watch them 
anytime all over the country. You can drive and go see them. You want to be there on the course. The first two days, you're allowed to bring a camera. Okay. Oh, okay. You're not allowed to have a cell phone, but you can bring a camera. What other? Pl- I mean, th- that's there's no other place in 2020 in sports like this. It's it's, it's remarkable how they still have kept everything up over these years. No phones. Uh, well, the prices are where they're at. Uh, it's it's so tough to get a ticket. As a bike, you could go watch if you could go pick even Super Bowl would be super expensive. But you can get into all these other events. You'd pay for it. But the Super crazy. Bowl face value tickets like a grand yeah. face value. If you win that lottery, seventy five bucks. Or I know sixty five dollars to get in. Have you got it, have you gotten to play the course? before i have never uh entered the lottery i kind of have a bizarre journalistic standard where i won't oh, okay. do it so um but it's kind of i know the media me. can yeah I, if i by now i would have been able to play it which is kind of bizarre but oh you yeah, got to damn it's a really terrible ethical standard i don't do what is but, it well could you at least well i just don't take anything from them i don't got anybody it. i cover anything from i don't take anything from got it so to me they're like, well, it's just golf. It's like, are you kidding me? What's the value on sure. a, a, <laughs> yeah. a round at Augusta? People would pay no, $20,000 hey. for oh, yeah. Augusta National, right? Respect that opinion. Yeah, so I just am like, I don't do it. Because I sometimes have to cover them critically. They, it's not, particularly before they they kind of changed their policy. I mean, they were very, they were very news uh, newsy place, mm-hmm. I would say that. So you yeah. weren't just always writing. You were covering the club, too. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you agreed or disagreed or, you know, all of that, you, it was more of a thing. So that's anyway, Got it. I, I could have played it. I have not. Um, but you get out in that and that's really what you want to see. You want to see amen corner and you want to see the 16th oh, yes. and you want to see the Hills and you want to see the clubhouse and you just want, you want to be able to buy the merch. You want to walk around. You will have, I think absolutely as good of a time on Monday for 500 as you will on, cause it's, it's not a great place to watch a golf. That's game. what I've heard. It's yeah. super crowded. There, there is a lot of hills. You're, uh, yeah, you know, you're not. There's a, you don't. They don't. It's not built for, um, you know, big grants. They have some big grandstands, but it's just not a great place to watch. It's, it's a fascinating place to see people because there's no inside the ropes. Nobody gets special treatment there. Okay, so like I have walked and been near Tiger Woods's mom. I, I interviewed. Well, remember last year, Michael Phelps was standing right there. Yeah. Phelps, right. Phelps, yeah. he doesn't get anything extra. Like, I, <laughs> I, I walked three holes with Rory McIlroy's dad once, mm. right? Because he's just walking. Um, wow. Uh, I remember standing at, uh, there's a little spot on 10, above the 10th green. You're looking down. I'm standing there watching, and, and DJ comes up, and he's hitting, and not really, I'm just watching the guys putt, line up their putts, and I hear semi-familiar voice just next to me say to the guy next to him like he, he really needs this and i look over it's wayne gretzky literally standing <laughs> oh my god right? there's no <laughs> so you will see like and then like Remarkable. i remember another time looking phelps is tall like i remember looking across a green and just seeing alonzo morning's head like <laughs> it's like towering over the <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> okay. amazing so right there right like yeah. you know, uh, who's who yeah but it's everybody I mean, Tiger Woods' mom doesn't get special treatment. Nobody's getting special yeah. treatment. There, Seriously. Right? Yeah. So was there? So obviously, you know, you could say maybe the first time you covered the Masters, maybe that was the moment where you realized, wow, this is special. But was there a point where you just you got it? I guess in all the years covering the Masters, it was like, man, this is just unbelievable. Or was it immediate? I mean, it's 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 pretty immediate when you get out there and you're just like, this is a special place. And I grew up watching the masters and probably never thinking I'd go there. Yeah. So I, and I never knew if I'd go back. I think I went one, the first time, like maybe I'll never be able to go back. So there's just a lot of that. Um, I think it's just the, uh, and I, again, I think anybody who's been 
will get that same experience. Like you turn around and you're like, oh, I've, I, I know this visual. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, there's the little Hogan's Bridge, and oh, there's the little, right. Here's this, and and kind of ingrained into our minds. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's <laughs> all right. Just, I'm buying secondary tickets. Here's right the other thing. So you talk about the cell phones, right? You cannot have a cell phone in there. They will take everyone's cell phone, um, including media. We can have it in the press facility, but out on the course, no way. I just so don't get it. It's I, mean, cool. I, I respect tradition, but I just oh, don't, no. I don't. So I don't get much it. better. It is a thousand times better. There's no noise. You will stand there and you will talk to your neighbor. Because you're sure. standing there, yeah. and you will meet everybody. They say Disney World's the happiest place on earth. Hell no, I've been to Disney World. There's kids <laughs> screaming. You, you, you're, you're broke. It's sunburned. You got to wait in line for three hours. Get on Space Mountain. Disney World sucks. Right? <laughs> Augusta National. Everybody. That's the happiest place on earth. Everyone's like, just stand there, going, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe any. Right. And they start talking to their neighbor, and they, oh yeah, I know that course up in Minnesota. That's where you're from, you know. And and people are. In, enjoying themselves the weather's usually great you don't want a cell phone it is it's the best there's pay phones if you really I mean, how busy are you no but i would what love you, to who's dan, calling you dan you know what i'm a social media guy i would love to snap a photo and <laughs> well, post it you, you can bring your camera in yeah. the early week and then post but yeah no, well, it's our livelihood no this is what well, everyone would, would be everyone would yeah. yeah everyone holding their camera yeah, up and, and everyone talking on the phone and texting or they'd just be texting they wouldn't be paying attention so much better so i guess you know last one for me was there the the greatest moment you've covered while at augusta is there one that stands out that just was nuts so I'll say this, uh, and I guess it's a slight recency bias, although not really. When Tiger won, um, two, two, two things. When Tiger came back from the, the scandal and played there, it was just nuts. And there were people, like, they were flying, like, these planes overhead, taunting them with, like, these jokes and stuff. Tiger just looked frazzled. That was the, easily the wildest. There was talk of, like, porn stars showing up to, like, I mean, it was just crazy, wow. right? Yeah. Like, I was, this whole scandal to me was just, like, ridiculous. Like, the guy was a bad husband. That was the scandal. Right. Okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, 100%. Right? Like, you know, other guy, guys in the NBA get caught cheating, and then they drop a triple-double that night. Like, it's right. like, whatever. I don't have to retire from golf. Or, <laughs> right. But when he won the last time, uh, it was really cool. I was out by the 18th green and the, the mob scene of people there, and there were about five African-American kitchen workers were out there in their full like chef hat <laughs> yeah. they had abandoned their post and wow. come out to watch tiger woods win and then he wins it and the place is going crazy and these guys were just all excited and then he came off obviously and hugged his son in the same spot where he hugged his dad right all the, i mean it was just mm -hmm. like this is and everybody was so happy like yeah. everybody was rooting for tiger and the fact awesome. that workers are literally leaving their job <laughs> They're like, screw it. This job ain't that good. I'm watching Tiger win the. Win the we don't need to make There's any more sandwiches. Like, right. One, who's ordering food right it's now? A pimento right? cheese sandwich. Yeah. 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 Somebody's in there going, "Where's my pimento cheese?" Like, get out of the kit. Get Is that out of the good, By the way. I do not like the pimento cheese sandwich. That's what they're known for. Yeah. It's a. It's there's a big uh, controversy because they, they tried to uh, switch vendors. They had an old recipe. And they tried to screw the vendor over, and he wouldn't give them the new re the recipe. Oh, my. Uh, it's a big controversy down there. <laughs> That's that. amazing. Um, all right, last one for me, Dan, as we're wrapping up here. Obviously, talked a lot about Augusta, and we certainly mentioned Red Run and some other places earlier. But uh, in terms of Michigan golf, Metro Detroit golf, uh, obviously we had uh, – we were at Oakland Hills a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. talked to Steve Brady about Oakland Hills potentially getting another U.S. Open. There he just redid the entire south course. But I would love your take just uh, – you know, overall 
on on Michigan golf and local golf itself. I do think it's an underrated golf state, but but talk about the local aspect of it. I think it. I think it's actually got a lot of hype. I don't go a lot of places where people don't say, "Oh, Michigan's got great golf." Yeah. It's just. I think the the challenge for Michigan is the great courses up north are just not accessible, mm-hmm. easily accessible for an out of state trip in. I mean, you got to land in Detroit and drive four hours, and that sucks. You're and not people just, do, but they yeah, do. Not, but it's but, it's it's right. a, where you can go to Wisconsin and fly in, and you're right there. Sure. Or you can go yeah. to a lot of different places, right? Um, the thing to me that's been ama- is amazing about even Metro Detroit is the greens. Mm-hmm. I think around here, I, I played, uh, I forget the name of it, it was a nine-hole uh, city-owned course in Birmingham. Uh, it's right by the train tracks. I forget the name of Gosh, it. Gosh, so I know, like a I know a place park. you're talking about. Evergreen, yeah. isn't it? Maybe. I don't know. It, it, <sighs> g- terrific greens, right? I mean, it was, it was the, I played a week ago. Greens are, are great. Right now, I mean, not uh, Oakland Hills green, green, but it's the greens are great. Uh, I played Cracklewood this summer, right? Not this is not an elite clay, terrific greens. Mm-hmm. Everything's in great shape. Whatever it is, the greens here at any course you're at are really, really good, mm-hmm. and that makes a huge difference. If you ever played somewhere else on public courses and the greens are also because there's nothing worse. It's like oh, I can't putt this because this is scuffed, and uh, you know, and I just think that sets it apart. Um, they just whatever it is about this climate or this dirt. Uh, and all the great a, superintendents that we have in Michigan. Yep, not a, <laughs> yeah. I am not a botanist. I don't know, but or whatever this thing <laughs> yeah, is. But it is. The greens are phenomenal around here, and that to me makes almost every course in their different ways really fun. Um, you know, they could be shorter, but they're still tricky, or they're they're just fun to play because yeah. you're getting a true sense of the game by being able to play. I think that's very well put. All right. Well, uh, Dan, we uh, appreciate the time. Uh, hopefully things get back to normal next year. And, uh, well, maybe you won't be able to play as much golf yeah. uh, next season all when right. you're traveling all over again. But uh, appreciate you sitting down with us. Uh, we'll have to get out and play soon. Yeah, beautiful day. Beautiful day. Thanks, Dan. See you. Well, there's a guy who has experienced – some incredible sporting events, incredible life events. I mean, just unbelievable career that Dan Wetzel uh, has been able to have. Although I will say, we, we got to get working on Dan here. Okay, one of these years, he needs to try to play Augusta I one time. Well, I mean, a come quick, on. A quick comment about that. You know, <laughs> I'm sure people and we give Dan a hard time about that. We'll make fun of him for. You know, never taking the chance to play Augusta, and it's, my God, if you have a chance to play it, which not a lot of people do. I've talked to Kyle, I mean, I've talked to pe- to damn good golfers, to tour player golfers even, that, that, you know, don't even get a chance to play Augusta unless they literally qualify for the tournament. It's crazy. But I think it does speak to, uh, you know, all jokes aside, it speaks to Dan's character. I, I mean, th- that's a guy where we can mess with him about not playing Augusta, but, but that's a guy who does things the right way, and has a standard, a journalist standard, you know, in, in his eyes, and you got to respect someone for, for sticking true to their guns and their beliefs, and he thinks that by playing Augusta, that would be taking something, you know, from a, from the course and the tournament that he has to objectively cover. So, hey, you know what? That, that That's his standards and his morals, and I'm never going to criticize someone for having their set of beliefs like that. And it, although, you know, of course, we all would love to play Augusta, just be remarkable. Oh, it'd be great. I, I you know, again, we're just giving him – a little bit of crap, uh, you know, of course, uh, I get why he doesn't want to do that. I just know for me, forget everyone else, forget everything else. It's all about me, okay? I just want to play the course right. so I can say that I played Augusta. Speaking of uh, all about me, by the way, I 
at 31, my body has been falling apart over basically the last calendar year. And Tricovery Massage and Flexibility has done an unbelievable job of getting me back to peak performance. They have locations in Novi, also in Royal Oak. Jeff, Kevin, Maria, the entire team at Tricovery, they really are trying to find specific solutions for whatever your body may need. I deal with a specific shoulder blade issue. Some people deal with, you know, back issues, especially golfers out there. If you want to hit it further, if you want to get your body feeling a little bit better, check out Tricovery and the team that they have. That's tri-covery.com. They've done an unbelievable job for me, and I know they're actually they have a, a MDG specific package that you can go ahead and work on to get your body feeling right. And again, it's something that you should be focusing on right now. Yeah, they're great. Kevin, Jeff do a fantastic job. Like I said, go to tricovery.com and there's been a ton of Metro Detroit golfers that have been doing this and that have been enjoying these, uh, you know, packages specific to local golfers. So make sure you check that out. Tri-covery.com and see for yourself. All right, Kyle, another great episode of the Metro Detroit golfers podcast. Thank you as always to listening and make sure that you subscribe, make sure that you share and interact with us, of course, on the Metro Detroit Golfers community. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tricovery Massage and Flexibility.